0: Welcome to The Daily Degenerate, the ultimate sports and entertainment podcast for your busy life. My name is Cohen Hughes, co-host and producer, and I'm joined by Los Angeles's very own Maddie Goldberg. We appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Welcome, everybody, to episode number seven of the Daily Degenerate Podcast. I'm Matty Goldberg. It's a Monday afternoon for me. It's a Monday night for Cohen Hughes, who's in his place in Atlanta, rocking a Matt Forte jersey. I yeah. guess because he played at Tulane, I guess that's the only reason, right?
0: Well, it's kind of celebratory because this is the first weekend, week, I guess weekend, whatever you want to call it, that we're kicking off football. The, Fal- yeah. the Falcons play the Jets in New Jersey for the first preseason game this week. So. It, this is how it, I celebrate.
1: Jets. Now, do you watch all four quarters? Because after the starters play, it gets boring. It's like time to take a nap by the third quarter, or the, even the second quarter sometimes, when you just, like, you see these scrappers in there. And Hard Knocks makes it exciting. A crappy guy that's like, comes in at the end of the game, and you follow his story, and you want to win. But you don't watch the full game, do you?
0: Um, the first one I'll probably watch the whole game just because Mm -hmm. I've been starved from NFL football just for so long.
1: Um, Yeah.
0: And also I kind of want to see how everybody on the roster plays out. Like I kind of want to see because, um, interesting story, a guy named Ricardo Allen for the Falcons, yeah, um, He was one of those guys, one of those grinders, one of those little scrappers. He's a
1: defensive back, right?
0: Yes. Um, Dan Quinn made him gain, I think, t- near 20 pounds and converted mm-hmm. him to safety. He was a cornerback yep. coming out of college. But, um, sure. So, it's for the first two games, I'll probably watch the whole thing. Um, yeah. I know the kicker, Matt Bryant, isn't going to play. And then I know there's one more. How old player. is he?
1: 43, I think. No, he's like 46.
0: Maybe. I I don't know. He's he, older he's so. like,
1: there was a baseball player named Julio Franco. I don't know if you remember him. Yeah, from the Braves. But, yeah, but he was like 55, and he was pretending to be like 35. Like, that was the joke about him. I feel like Matt Bryan is in his 50s.
0: Well, you know Julio um, Franco still plays, right?
1: God bless him.
0: Not not in the MLB, of course, but in some yeah. Korea, Mexico, Japan league, you know? like
1: Dude, God bless him. Them. Yeah. So what's going on man? I'm in my bo- I I I don't want to say whether I was in my boxers or briefs, but I'm in my underpants cuz it's 100 degrees. Oh, I'm boxers
0: like, like 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 you said, I'm in my box. Uh I know I fucked up. Of, yeah, you kind of outed yourself as a boxers man.
1: I was going I was going to give everybody like what do you think? But then I realized our demographic is all men except your mother. Like I yeah. think your mom's the only one who listens is a woman. I don't think she cares like what my uh you know whether I'm wearing boxers or briefs, you know?
0: No, I don't think she does either.
1: Yeah. And, and my dogs are barking for some reason. I have no idea why. Oh, yeah. But they usually do this, and they, they'll they be fine. They just bark at somebody walking down the street. But anything else going on? I know you have, like, a big rundown, and I'm really excited. I'm in a really good place, and um excited to talk sports. I went to Baja Fresh for lunch today. Dude, what now, do that? you have bought? Do you have Bob Fresh down Never in the south? It. Never heard of it. All right. It's like a Chipotle we have ripoff. chicken. It's a Chipotle ripoff. It's like oh. the poor man's uh, Chipotle. And like, you know, you go to Chipotle, it's like so like, you know, everything is like so, you know, like accessible where there's a guy working at this station and you go to the next station and it just runs like so They're smoothly. They're very systemized there. This place was a fucking mess. And uh, I'm like, come on, get your shit together like Chipotle. Even though Chipotle gives you E. coli and diarrhea. Like get your shit together, Baja Fresh.
0: How was it though? How was the meal? Whatever. Very about you average.
1: It. Extremely average.
0: Would you get a bowl or a burrito?
1: No, I get steak tacos.
0: Ah, your tacos. And man. I don't
1: I don't get beans. I get steak tacos with double rice.
0: Double rice.
1: Yeah. What are you trying was to talk about
0: before you do the podcast?
1: No, I had it, and then I was like uh, – well, I went to go buy some chocolates because this is what happened. I went to a really sketchy dispensary, and I bought, like, a bar, and it was 1,000 milligrams, and, like, I couldn't get high from it. And 1,000 milligrams will f- – I've, I've taken 500 milligrams, and that shit fucks you up big time with, like, a like a, a nibble. And it's like I'm taking 1,000 milligrams. I keep taking more and more, and I'm like – there's no weed in this fucking thing. Like, I was gypped, so I went to a good dispensary. You just got a
0: regular crunch bar.
1: Yeah, they fucked me. You know, you get, you get duped in this world. That's what I'm learning. So <laughs> I got some good bars. I got three ninety milligrams for $10 each in my fridge. and It'll probably last me like three weeks because I take it before I sleep. And everybody wants to know, am I high? No. Am I on drugs? Kind of. But I'm on the same drugs I've been on the whole my whole life.
0: This is the real, raw, uncut Maddie that you guys should be used to hearing.
1: I'm a degenerate, man. I am a fucking degenerate, man. Like when I go to Vegas and it's like March Madness and it's six in the morning and I see those motherfuckers lined up to bet on basketball, I'm right there with them, man. Like you put up that video of that guy yelling at horses. That's Maddie fucking Goldberg. Come on, be a horse. Be a fucking horse. Beat him around that turn. Yeah. I think that guy pissed his pants. Oh, probably. Yeah. the guy was
0: off his fucking rocker. He was rocking back and forth. If he wasn't yeah. shit face drunk, he was on some other shit, too.
1: Yeah, when you when I used to go to my dad to OTB, OTB is a little before your time, off-track betting. Like, there was guys like that. There's like, when the horse race starts, there's that, like, quietness. And then is it like, you're three quarters down the race, then everybody just goes, come on, come on, bitch, come on, bitch, come on, bitch, come on, come on, come on, and the whole place just gets insane. And he just started laughing, like as like a ten year old kid. I was laughing. So, I was Maddie, trained early.
0: You said you had a game that means you were going to play. I'm kind of excited. Yeah, I mean,
1: should I save it for baseball because it's about baseball? Oh, it's a
0: baseball game. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's about
1: my it's about my new crush. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: um, just before we get into the real meat and potatoes of the whole thing. Sure. Um, I'm not quite sure if you play video games. I'm pretty sure you don't because you're an old ass
1: fucking guy. You know what? It's really sad, Cohen. What? I can't play video games because when I had my brain surgery, my left hand doesn't work. So when I was like in college. No. So when I was in college, like I wanted to play Madden, but I couldn't. I just can't play video games. I you know wish they I make could. Like adaptive
0: controllers and shit like that, right?
1: Yeah, maybe I I can play Wii. Like I like Wii, like like tennis and baseball because I don't have to use my left hand. Yeah, we should but set I you
0: would... up with like a streaming a- account. Yeah. Like we should stream you on Twitch playing Wii tennis and Wii golf. And yeah. Fucking Madden I... on Wii because you know they make Madden for Wii, right? Like you just gotta hike it like you're playing on oh, football.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would play that, but I can't do like Madden or FIFA like you. You know, I just can't use my left hand.
0: Well, how bad I am at FIFA? Do you, you would think that I didn't have the use of my left hand.
1: Now. I mean, Cohen, I am so old ass. If you're talking about video games. I had Atari 2600 motherfucker.
0: How much, how much was that back in the day? Like how much did your parents hook you? Like buy that for you,
1: dude, it's like a hundred dollars. And then like, you see the box, like the boxes were so cool. So you like, there's a hockey game and it's just like a cool art of like people playing hockey. and You're like, this is amazing. And then you play it and it's just so fucking bad. And it's basically like a stick and like a a dot. And you're like trying to get the stick, the dot to the other side. And it was just so bad. And then I, I I mean, I went from, uh, Atari to ColecoVision to Nintendo to like, you know, Genesis. I love Sega Genesis. Like that was like the first time video games were like really cool. Yeah. Madden was great. Like Madden 93 and Madden 92 it's so crazy cuz you weren't even fucking born no nah, so like talking was...
0: about like how far they've come mad yeah, it's amazing will be released to the general public i know um, a few people have been able to play it because of the ea access and the pre yeah. orders and all you know all that newfangled pay to play shit they do with video sure. games now but um, on Friday, it will be available to the general public to pick up a disc and play, like I'm used to. You know, I, now I, I, are you gonna
1: are you gonna wait in line like a like a, like a, a whack job and um, camp
0: out? If I didn't have to work Friday at yeah. from like ten to four, I would. Yeah. But you um, think it'll be
1: sold out? No, you think you'll be able to get know. it?
0: There, but the, the the video games are so available online and stuff nowadays yeah. that. Now we're not having to go wait in line. We're not having to be sold out. Like I could, I could buy it and download it on my Xbox on Friday if I wanted to.
1: So are you gonna? Uh, are you like pumped? You're gonna jizz I your pump. pants when you mm-hmm. get it? do
0: like no shit. Like I'm not quite sure how many of our followers do like video games, and you know, like even like there's like a realm to us who do like sports video games. We get too into it and shit like that. But yeah. Madden has this card based franchise kind of game called Madden Ultimate Team. And you collect cards, and the cards are the players, and you like level them up, and you build your team, and shit like that. You know, like it's like real deal. Like you're playing Madden with like a team that you build. You know, like. All right. Let me ask you a
1: question. So it comes out what Friday night?
0: Friday morning? Like probably Thursday night or Friday? night technically, but you know what I'm saying. Who's
1: like a hot chick? Like a hot chick actress?
0: Who's a hot chick actress? Like Emma Stone? You think?
1: Okay. All right. Emma Stone comes to your house Friday. She's like Cohen. I want to ride your dick all Friday, all no Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
0: Damn. But well, you can't.
1: But well, listen, this is going to be a tough one. You can't play Madden and you can't watch the Falcons versus the Jets. What do you do?
0: Um. All right. To be quite honest with you, if it's someone of that caliber and someone that I've had a personal crush on, Emma Stone's been a soft spot of mine.
1: Yeah. Um, what brought- day is the What day is the Jets game? Thursday.
0: I'm pretty sure it's Thursday. If it's not Thursday, it's okay. Friday. But I'm pretty sure it's Thursday.
1: So she's gonna come over Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I just take Sunday. Up my,
0: take up my whole extended weekend.
1: We're talking fuck fest all day. You guys aren't gonna leave the place. You're just gonna order like a little food, and it's just like, like insane sex for four days.
0: Um, no, I probably, no I probably pull the trigger. I probably pull the trigger. I text my boss and I tell him what's going on. Look, buddy, that's a man. I can't. I can't make it to work on Saturday. Um, I say something about my grandma. I say something about whatever, and if it comes to it, I'm I'm truthful with him and tell him, hey, like Emma. But Stone's she's like, you can't
1: watch the game. You can't be like, hey, Emma, you know, let's take a three hour break. I gotta watch my Falcons. I can't.
0: I would, can't watch I the would game. probably accept. Um, but whenever the time comes, like let's say Thursday at eight thirty, whenever the game does come on, I'm like, hey, like. I know this is one of the rules but can we kind of make an exception like I've been fucking no, with you for like 2 No, days no, but that's straight, the thing. That's, and I'll that's be fucking you for two it more can't. days like. That's can the we, thing you can can't make an exception. No. And she she she's no. obliging because I'm a nice guy, no. you know
1: like. No. No, nope. no. Nope. The, the the deal is no no Madden, no Falcons game.
0: Damn. I, I I mean I guess I have to wait till till Sunday at midnight to play Madden again but
1: there you go. There's his the answer. The Falcons, That's a man. The, Falcon,
0: the Falcons game is is, is something I, I kind of need yeah. to watch, but I guess I could live without it if it's Emma Stone.
1: All right, there you go. That's a man right there. That's the answer I was looking for.
0: But really getting to the real news is Madden 19 comes out on Friday. Um, if any of our followers get the new Madden 19, I know I was talking to one of our guys from North Georgia, Dylan. He said he's going to get it on Friday. He's pumped about it um add me on xbox i have an xbox i'm not a ps4 guy i used to have one but i traded it in for an xbox uh add me on xbox the my gamer tag is superfly hughes oh my nine.
1: god superfly that is ter- hughes nine change it nah it's Please. pretty good one, i think no change it come on superfly hughes nine. are you fucking kidding me what's the nine stand for
0: this is it. that was my uh baseball number in high school
1: oh boy but, Super fine
0: um, Me and me and Jimmy just, have also talked about Doing like an online franchise If we get a few of our followers in And like we could do something pretty concrete But it, it, it would just be us Because Maddie allegedly doesn't look, have the use of his left hand And is laughing at us right now For being such nerds
1: I, I, It's cool I'm a nerd too dude I'm a total nerd so I get it And uh, I'm not going to say what I used to be called In high school Our table that we sat at It's a uh, homophobic but I'll just say it. We were called the stat fags because we love fantasy sports. So that was like our, our table lunch. So don't feel bad.
0: Well, um, so the only other popular, really popular, just like random sports note that I have is that the Ohio State University has came out and said today that their investigation of Urban Meyer, the
1: mm-hmm. timeline
0: of that is two weeks
1: Oh boy, I I really think they're like they're trying to get him out of this. Do you I think really he coaches
0: do. their first game?
1: No, I think maybe I could be wrong. This is my guess, and I could totally be wrong. I think they say Urban take a year off, take a year off, and then come back. Say you were wrong and apologize. Everybody loves like a redemption story, and he comes back in a year. I think that's what's gonna happen. It just so it'll just like let it blow away. And then like next year, there's going to be a scandal somewhere else. And then what's going to happen, I think, is I would assume most coaches get calls at four in the morning. And it's like this happened with your player, with somebody else. And they have to go there and they have to fix it. And a lot. And there's like probably tons of cover ups. I don't. I mean, obviously, he's not the only coach that this has happened to. I think this happens consistently. And college and pro sports, he yeah, just got sport. busted.
0: Not, yes. not not just football, but even the women's water polo team at Stanford University. I'm sure has to cover up several.
1: Something something always happens yeah. in, with people and young people in sports, and I'm sure like yeah, it's a
0: college it's, campus that that, that it, high even, level athletes are, are playing popular sports on. You know, like yeah. life is bound I mean, to happen.
1: And like even Jim Harbaugh, who seems like this virtuous guy in his khaki pants, I'm sure he's got a call at four in the morning. It's like. Your player did this. And then it's like, it's kind of a weird situation where the coaches are like, is the guy, like, if he's a really talented player, we're going to do our best to get him out of it. But if he's just like a four-stringer, it's like, see ya.
0: Um, I think that Urban Meyer will coach their first game. I'm not super optimistic about it because this has all been overblown to me. But um, Yeah,
1: we I- heard last week.
0: Yeah, well, I had to drop a few bombshells, you know. Um, Let's just
1: say that was five beers in.
0: That was like three beers in. Like, I was yeah. dead sober, just not nervous All right. Well, I said that.
1: You know what? Here's another theory. You know how they play, like, cupcakes the first few games? Yeah. They'll suspend them for the cupcake games, and then they'll come back for, like, the Big Ten schedule. I can see that happening. If it was a player,
0: like, yeah, but a coach, nah. Got, I, they know got, the coach got, is pretty detrimental to the team, like – it's a marketing thing. Like they want the coach to be out there rather than not. Like they would rather
1: yeah, but, but ha- Cohen, have the what? have
0: the coach now be an interim coach. The the, the guy with the last name a day Zachary Day or whatever his name is. When
1: they, Cohen, if, what's their first? Who do they play the first week of the season? They always play know. like okay, Western so Michigan they, school for the yeah, blind so, and deaf. So let's say they play Western Michigan the first week. If I coached Ohio State, who wins that game?
0: You never know. Appalachian State upset Michigan that one day.
1: That was one out of a million, dude. One time. Who, a, a, answer the question.
0: I'm if there's coaching. a gun to my head, Ohio State probably wins. If you're coaching, I don't know, Western Michigan probably wins. But if it's their interim head coach right now, it's probably Ohio State still.
1: No, I, if I'm coaching, I, they fucking win, bro. Their athletes are so much better than the, the, the cupcakes they play early. I can just sit there, pick my ass, and they would win. They win by 20 points. They're just so much better athletically. And in college, the first few games are cupcakes.
0: Urban I gotta Meyer, look at the
1: schedule to make sure.
0: Urban Meyer coaches the first game. I don't care who it's against. I don't can care who's up. Week.
1: Can you pull up Ohio State's uh, schedule? No, I already have too much stuff going on on
0: my, right. my screens.
1: Some, all right. Well, some people will, will say us. whether it is yeah. or not. Sometimes they play like a tough game, like. Every once in a while, like uh, there's like that big first week game, like last year Alabama played. Yeah, I think it was. That's SC. always
0: that's always in Atlanta. Or like, Pasadena or, or like some yeah. big city, you know. Like it's not in yeah. Columbus.
1: Uh, yeah, Columbus, Ohio always plays fucking cupcakes the first few weeks, which sucks. Play a tough team. I love a tough. I love a big game week one, and there's very few. It's just like let's just roll over some shitty school. I hate that. Um, and don't tell me uh, Appalachian State upset Michigan. It happened one fucking time.
0: Yeah, but, hey, that's all. It needs to happen for us to have hope. Us sports junkies to have that comeback story.
1: One fucking time.
0: All right, Um, I think that Urban Meyer does coach the first game. I think he coaches every game this season. I think he coaches for five more years at Ohio State. Um, I don't think this is going to be a huge issue once it's all said and done. Um, It's not all said and done yet, so, of course, now it's a huge issue. And it sucks. Yeah. It sucks for not all parties involved, but it sucks for all wronged parties involved. Yeah. But um,
1: look at Cohen changing his story.
0: I never said it, it. It, I've always said it sucks. But where my judgment lies is pretty open on the last episode. If you, man, heard your, it, you mom, have your
1: mom, your mom, your mom really got to you.
0: No, she didn't. She, she told this- me. She told me clean, clean it up unless you want to be on with Howard Stern. I said, Hughes, I, said, I said I would love to be on with Howard Stern.
1: Miss Hughes, you're a good woman because you you got coming to respect the ladies. I've always you're respected a good lady. the ladies. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say hats off to Miss
0: Look, I'll even tell you that I've seen rumors online, like on Reddit and stuff, that this woman that's been getting hit yeah. is, just, is just a crazy schizophrenic drunk. I'm not saying they're true. I've just said I've seen rumors, so... I I always stay as neutral as I can Until all the sure. details and all the truth. Exactly,
1: comes. you're innocent until proven guilty And you need due process, I agree yes. with that okay. Everybody deserves due process
0: So we are moving on I don't know about you, Matty Goldberg But um, yeah. the tone of your voice Doesn't sound like you're very excited for NFL season to come Oh, I'm like, pumped, dude I'm walking I'll around be- with three quarters whoa, chub whoa, All whoa, the time
1: whoa. Whoa, I'll be watching Hard Knocks tomorrow I'll Browns tape is going it. to be
0: so exciting to see. Just, just that locker room is going to be so interesting.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll tape it. I'll watch it four times before Thursday because I love Hard Knox. Um, I was thinking another one of my favorite memories real quick, Hard Knox, when Jeff Fisher had one rule. He said, no girls in the whatever. Like, you just can't have girls. Dorm rooms. Like, yeah. And a guy got cut because he had a girl in there. Like, he just said, like, I don't give a shit what you do. Just no girls in the room. And the guy broke in like, one day. Amazing. Amazing. I think that's amazing. One Um, of the greatest moments on Hard Knocks Speaking
0: Speaking of the Browns, because they're on Hard Knocks, um, they actually had a weird move today. They traded Corey Coleman. The wide, the, the wide
1: receiver, yeah,
0: to the Buffalo Bills. Um, it's not they traded him as shocking. It's what they traded him for. They got a surprisingly little return in just one single seventh round pick in twenty twenty two.
1: I just think like sometimes is that little like
0: value to get for? I mean, a, a decent NFL proven wide receiver.
1: I think maybe they were gonna cut him, and it's like, well, what can we get for him? And it, like, you know, a lot of times that they, they, they try to make trades in the NFL. They go around the league. And you want this guy, and everybody's like, "Nah." The NFL is the, tr- the hardest league him. to trade in. Yeah, that they all cut all
0: the transactions that are made are made on that ground level of signing and dumping and waivers
1: and stuff like that. So Corey Coleman was probably going to get cut, and then they got w- like just something. They were lucky to get something because they were going to cut him. So
0: Maddie, I, um, is this a sign that the Browns are going to sign Des Bryant? They're, I think so. They're making room on the depth it, chart.
1: Yeah, but, dude, I don't think it helps. He's such a pain in the ass. I'll never forget last year. I put a nice bet because I'm a degenerate on the Cowboys over the Seahawks. And Dallas was kind of coming on at the end of the season. I'm like, this is the game they're going to win. Fucking Dez Bryant doesn't catch a pass. You see him on the sidelines. He's screaming, give me the ball. He gets the ball. He catches it. He fumbles it. Changes the whole game. Like just a terrible fumble where he's holding it one hand. And he's just a cancer man He's his He's lost the step That his talent Doesn't outweigh The pain in the ass That he is It's not gonna help Like if you think Like Des Bryant Coming to your team Is gonna help you He's just a pain in the butt
0: I would be willing To agree with you On the whole pain in the butt Is not worth The trade off In terms of good yeah. talent thing um, Sure I, My one caveat with that would, would be that If he could find The right system I'm not saying this I, Because, I don't because go, I'm a I don't because believe I'm a that homer. shit at all Dude, dude Dallas it is a it is a like this is not anything political but the the yeah. greatest simile or whatever metaphor that I could hear about the Dallas Cowboys locker room and whole organization is is that that the the mental patients are running the asylum. Everyone well, in Dallas is so crazy. But Jason Garrett would not be a head coach for me. No. Jerry Jones would have already sold every share that he has in Dallas
1: Cowboys Inc. Yeah. Look, the problem with the Cowboys is this. Jerry Jones has to be the star. He doesn't want to hire a coach that upstages him. Jason Garrett is like a lovely, nice man. Jason Garrett's a super awesome,
0: nice guy, and I like Jason
1: Garrett. He just
0: would not coach for me.
1: He would not coach for me. Yeah, he
0: gets run over. Not football. He'd he'd coach a baseball team, maybe.
1: But I'm telling you, the players run him over, and that's the problem because Jerry Jones has to be the star. So it's like I keep – I keep the guy what was it, Jason Garrett around because he's a good guy and he's sweet and he's nice. Well, he's a but good Des- offensive mind. Jason Garrett was a great offensive sure. coordinator. But Des Bryant ran him over. Like when you see him on the sidelines screaming for the ball, any wide receiver that does that is a pain in the butt. It doesn't help the team. You know, It just doesn't help the team. The Patriots, like they get these guys, they just keep their mouth shut and they play, and once the guy opens his mouth, he's gone. And they're consistent. I know they got Tom Brady, but they wouldn't have Des Bryant in there because it's too much of a pain in the ass. And I was actually like,
0: gonna—I was actually gonna bring that up—is uh, my three places that Des Bryant could land that we may not expect. Yeah, um, one of them will be in Carolina. I'm scared if he goes to Carolina. I'm not gonna say that him and Cam Dude, would make a deadly combination. But, but dude, like, you just got to realize the talent, just the pure raw talent no, and the pure hype no. around those two, like, that no. can cause some problems. And Cam's really never had a great, great, great receiver like that. Say Cohen. what you want about Steve Smith, but come on. Like, you know what you see what I'm saying? Like, Steve, I, think Steve Smith Dez, is great. I think Dez could be better than Steve Smith, given, given the right You're situation.
1: Crazy. Dude, Steve Smith is a Hall of Famer.
0: I, yeah, I the, was, because of the grit that he played with, but, I mean. Dude,
1: one year one year in the playoffs, they lost to the Bears. I think it was, like, 2007. The first two games, he was incredible, man. Like, he just owned the games. Like, punt returning for touchdowns. He had an incredible career. He's like five nine. Dez Bryant is like just a waste of talent. He had a few good years at Dallas. He was awful last year. He was a pain in the ass last year. Let's, say, I, that, I let's, let's say that he ends up in New England. Are you scared? Because I sure as no, hell am. No, no, I'll tell you, if he ends up in New England, this is the deal. This is what they tell him. They're like, shut up and play. And he and will. As as he, but listen, as soon as he opens his mouth, he's cut. Like one little outburst, one little stupid thing he did. It's like when Chad Johnson came there, it was like shut up and play. And Chad Johnson was awful on the Patriots. Yep, Those guys just don't fit. And it's just like shut up and play. And if you don't shut up, you're gone. Well, what Bill other- Belichick does that,
0: that works sometimes it doesn't work other times is that he – Prohibits creativity and outside yeah, distractions, distractions and yeah. other noise to where Look, yeah some players maybe can't be themselves and can't be so you know dramatic and so this and that but he does seem, he does seem to get the best of his back end talent that you wouldn't expect and here's the thing like he even Randy to Moss talent to win
1: the great Randy Moss one of the like probably the most talented wide receiver I've ever seen in my life like a beast even more so great, than Shannon Sharp. Oh, by far.
0: And Chris oh, Carter.
1: Wait. He's better than Chris Carter, but I love Chris Carter. I love Chris Carter's game. I was just going to say, he's on the Patriots. He starts complaining. They're like 3-1 or 4-1 in 2011. He starts complaining about a contract. Like He's like, you know, I don't have a contract next year, and I want a big contract. What happens? He's gone. He's in Minnesota. Done. So, like, if Des Bryant came to the Patriots, it would be like, you got to keep your mouth shut. And if you don't, you'll be gone in one day. I think he would. I, I think it would work it. Um, just, just And that's what happens to a lot of guys who go there, they do keep their mouth shut, but like It's kinda of like last you know, chance
0: you for for the pros, you exactly. know. Like if you can show that you can be coached and you can show that you can play and do your role and shut the hell up and do your job, they Exactly. They they'll accept you with open arms and keep on paying you until the wheels fall off the bus.
1: I mean, I was mad at Belichick for how bad the the Super Bowl like Benching Malcolm Butler was well, ridiculous. Well, just tactically,
0: he didn't call a great game. Matt, well, I, mean, I didn't think I didn't think didn't he wanted to win. Game.
1: I, I'm, a, I'm 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 going to go on a conspiracy theory that he hated Tom Brady so much that he just like didn't put any kind of defensive plan in. He I'll didn't agree. play Malcolm Butler. I'll there agree with you.
0: I, I'll agree agree with you that maybe he didn't want to win. I don't think it's because he hates Tom Brady. I think maybe he resents Tom Brady a little bit and the fact that some people have Tom. said that Belichick can't win without Brady and. Bell, or Brady hates Belichick or resents Belichick in the fact yeah. that people have said sure. He can't win without Belichick yeah. But just the icing on the cake for me Was the fact that Of that weird little kickoff formation sure. That they got that, that they called on the last possession of the game And yeah. it was like Bill Belichick Really just could have ran a regular kickoff And got to the 25 or the 30 and just been whatever about it But he called some weird little trick Pitchback play that got him Sacked yep. at like the 8 yard line like in, just the, in weird the last things. possession like, of the Super Bowl, that's not like Sean Payton going for the onside kick the first play of, no. uh, of the second half. Yeah. You know, what? that's like
1: that's that's weird. That's not well, Bill not, Belichick. Not playing, like. Look, Malcolm Butler will go down in history with the greatest interception in the Super Bowl. Like he has Except the greatest. On
0: Tom Brady, the pick six.
1: No, because you can't say that in a loss, brother.
0: It, we didn't. I. I didn't. You didn't say the the best interception in a in, in a win. You just said the best the, interception in a Super Bowl The history.
1: best interception in a win was Malcolm Butler, which was like an amazing play. The guy's clutch. The guy, they said he was in 98% of the plays and the A's the two playoff games before. The they Patriots win by, got... by pretty much the skin of their teeth. The Patriots got torched by Nick Falls where guys that were playing from the bench that have never played before and had never been on the field were getting torched. And you're Trey like,
0: Burton threw a touchdown pass in that game, if I remind and
1: you. And you're, saying, and you're saying Malcolm Butler didn't give you the best chance to win? I don't care if he was doing blow, banging hookers, missing curfew. I don't care if he brought hookers to a team meeting and he was banging hookers at the team meeting. The dude's got to play.
0: See, I'm torn, Maddie. Um, one part of me wants to agree with you and say, look, dude, like talent wins over everything, but like – that's for a specific situation. Like Bill Belichick's situation is the fact that he can he can get twenty two guys to go out there and fucking play hard well, he as
1: hell for him. He didn't. They, I mean, they do like they came
0: they came super close to winning that game with a
1: by you know, Tom Brady. What, the defense. With stunk. a far, far, far less superior lineup. Let me ask you a question. Who's right. the best cornerback on the Falcons? Cornerback? Yeah. Um,
0: my heart wants to say Robert Alford, but just talent-wise, okay. I I'll probably, I'll probably say Desmond right.
1: Trufant. it's right. right. Super Bowl Robert Alfred, who plays probably ninety-eight percent of the snaps, he doesn't play yes. in the Super Bowl, and Dan Quinn goes, "Well, I thought my lineup gave me the best chance to win." Cohen, and you and, are, and, and
0: and you you are probably right. I'm not going to say you're right because Cohen, what would your you head, be doing? Your head
1: might, your head might you, would, you would be on Facebook going, "Fuck Dan Quinn." Fucking loser, bro You would because, write because diatribe. I do that anyway. Because I do that anyway. But Dan I'm Quinn saying, does that kind of stuff longer. anyway. You would but, write longer diatribes, but dude, you would like.
0: Be- you got to think that's Dan Quinn's kind of mo. If you're not for the whole unit, then you're I not going to play saying. with the unit. So, like, it's me personally. Yeah, that may not be what I like, but that may be what's best for the Cone, team. Cohen,
1: I know what you're saying, and I I flip flop because I was like, if he did miss curfew. There's, like, etiquette in football. Like, there's, like, rules. It's like, I don't care who you are. You miss curfew. You don't play. It's just, like, the way it's got to be done. But then I was thinking about it. like, no, fuck that. This is a Super Bowl, man. You got to let bygones be bygones. You know, suspend them for a few games next year. But this is a fucking Super Bowl. My litmus
0: test with, with stuff like this is what would John Gruden do?
1: He'd let the guy fucking play. Because
0: because because John Gruden is a good mix of authoritarian and the fact that he cares yeah. about the team, but he is willing to work on a case by case basis with other stuff. Sure. Um and, and and I don't I don't disbelieve you whenever you say that Gruden may have may well, have not let him play. But but you didn't you also didn't give me any context in the fact of why Robert Alford would be suspended. You know, like but so like what it's is
1: ridiculous. it? Let's say he missed all right, Super Bowl week, he missed the, the flight, he missed two team meetings, and somebody saw he him on play. curfew night at play. midnight getting a blowjob in the corner of a bar. He doesn't play at all. He doesn't play
0: for me or he doesn't play for Dan Quinn. And then you get torched. Then that's, 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 then that's the hill that I live and die on. All
1: Bill, right. Be- Bill you, Belichick you...
0: can live and die on that hill because it's won him five or six championship rings. All right, you there you why? go. There's your answer. That's why he can do it. Dan Quinn necessarily cannot do that. But there's your answer, brother. I would. And it's, yeah, maybe me being too stubborn. But like you said, this is a good way to put it. There's etiquette in football. And um, like Dan Quinn says it all the time, there's strength in, a, in one unit besides many small numbers.
1: Oh, boy. So That sounds like a cheesy coach. Line. And,
0: and it is. And, and, and I hate it as much as you say. But Dan Quinn has won more NFL football games that I have, even though he's not had some suspect calls.
1: So at this point, he's got to run with it. And let's move on. What's next on the rundown?
0: Um, we'll chime on to the Patriots. The Patriots do sign Eric Decker. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um,
1: they Eric love Decker. Those
0: he 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 finished up his little stint Titans. in. His the wife. Titans? Is,
1: his wife. His wife is the whole story because she gets involved, and they probably thought her like, "Don't get the wife involved."
0: Um, I think that, that could it? be the Patriots' new like power wife couple with Giselle and uh, what's her name, yeah. Jesse James? Yeah. I think they could go to but, the games and sit next to each other in the box and wear nice little what are the, Salvatore what are the, Ferragamo outfits and be nice.
1: On the Jets, they had this like contest like with Eric Decker on Twitter, and it was like, you love the Jets because of this, and it was all negative. It was like because they ruined my life. It's like the Jets fans are like gloom and doom, and it's pretty funny. Like and that, they're and really that's funny. why, and,
0: and that's why, in good confidence, I can wear this Jets jersey with Matt Forte yeah. on the back because you just
1: know they're scrappers.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like the Jets are kind of like um, it, it's it's not even sad. It's um, it's it, it's courageous to me that Jets fans, almost like um, Phoenix Suns fans
1: and Look, Sacramento I'm Patri- Kings
0: fans, that can just find something to root on. You know, like that they, they're still loyal.
1: I'm a Patriot fan. I grew up in New York, so I have a lot of buddies that are Jets fans. And, like, if you're a Yankees or a Red Sox fan, like, you root so hard against the other team. My friends who are loyal Jet fans, who've been Jet fans since I've known through the 80s, 90s now, I want them to win because it's so pathetic. Like, I'm, it's a ride between us, and I'm like, it's so pathetic. I'd like to see him win one time. I want to see some of the Jet fans see, like, what a Super Bowl is like. I feel for them. Me too. But getting back to Eric Decker's wife, so all these fans were just like bashing the Jets and how much they suck, and then she got involved and she's like, "Well, you can say that. Well, me and uh, Eric are having a lobster dinner in our, our million-dollar mansion, you know, while you guys are sitting home picking your ass, making fun of the Jets." And I was just like, "Okay, time to get the wife off social media." Yeah,
0: time to delete that shit right quick. Yeah. Um I'll tell you one quick story since we're talking about the Jets. Um I wore sure. this jersey to I'm not quite sure cuz I had never heard this really even though I lived in Georgia for a long time for my whole life really. But yep. um I went to Savannah, Georgia on the beach mm. um yep. for St. Patrick's Day. And yep. this is this is really the only green jersey that I own and me being very uninteresting and Bland oh stop and, and, it! You're
1: the and, Michael Rapaport of the South. Don't sell yourself short. Me
0: being very bland and un- uninteresting in character.
1: Oh stop! I don't. Stop. I
0: don't dress up. I don't wear nice clothes to go out. I I'll wear a jersey and some jeans. I'll wear a jersey, khaki shorts. I will wear, wear like a sporty little outfit. You know, like I don't dress yeah. up. That's for that's for tryhards and chads. Yeah. But moral of the story. Is that even in Savannah, Georgia? I would wear this Matt Forte jersey out because I strictly bought it for the fact that he went to Tulane. I have no connection to the I Jets. I get it. You're a Tulane fan, which makes no sense. Roll wave. But I would. These Jets fans would walk up to me on the streets of Savannah, Georgia, in Southern Georgia, and would do the whole J E T S Jets, 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 woo to me, and yep. and and. and, and I didn't even have the heart to tell him. Like, yo, dude, like, I, I'm not even a Jets fan. This is just dude, the only green jersey that, that I kill you. No, 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 I didn't. I just went along with it. I was a Jets fan for the weekend. Dude, That's if just you, you want to
1: watch them. something funny, just go to YouTube. They're, the butt fumble game, there's a video of the Jets going into the locker room. And the and the stuff that they hear going into the locker room is so funny. Well, because like,
0: well, people from up north are just a different animal. People in New and York guy, will just tell you to go kill your mother or something. You know, yeah. Like,
1: and, the, and the funny thing is the guy that was on the New York radio, he's like, these are the rich seats. Like, these are the expensive seats.
0: Imagine what but the they, guy in, in the third deck up there is thinking. Oh, that he would, oh, he would say video, if he was sitting down there.
1: Oh, there's a video of a guy and up top, and he wants Mark Sanchez to get hurt, and he's chanting, MCL, MCL. Oh. And then he's going, then there's like little kids around. He's like thirty fucking years of this bullshit. Thirty fucking years. I and he was like crying, and then he just starts chanting MCL, like they're just brutal there.
0: To be quite honest and, with you, being a, a degenerate myself, I'm not yeah. a betting degenerate in the sense that I'm just a real sports degenerate that I've wished for injuries before, even though I'm not proud to admit that. That I Gordon
1: wished. Hayward, Gordon Hayward. Moving on. Um, yeah. Just D-word. I.
0: I love it. To be quite honest with you, that's the way that these people go to work in their factories or their manufacturing job, just like I go to work as a valet every day, just like you go to yep. work doing whatever you do, walking dogs, doing whatever else. Jacking and off. Yep. Jacking off and picking your ass, as you like to say. But, like, yeah. this is what these, especially in, like, towns like Pittsburgh and New Jersey or t- states. States sure. like New Jersey and towns like Pittsburgh, yeah. you know, like, this yeah. is what they do. So, like, to see someone get that riled up about something that is so out of their control is honestly respectful to me. You know, like like, like you can buy in so much. Like you're just so hyped.
1: Growing up in New York, and here's something you might not know, but you probably know because you're a big sports fan. The Giants fans are the businessmen. They're the Wall Street guys. The Jets fans are the fucking plumbers, the fucking construction workers. Like the, The clientele is just totally different.
0: It's so funny giant, that you say that because I have a buddy who I used to go to school with at Bama. His name is Sean Condren. Yeah. Shout out to him. He lives Sean, on Long up? Island. Yep. and Probably um, likes the Jets and the Mets. He likes the, the Mets and the Giants, actually. Interesting. And now is he wealthy? Um, his father has a pretty good job. His mother is extremely exactly. nice. Sean's family has been extremely nice to me. Like, and, and there you go. Oh, because, I would to expect they're they're somewhat wealthy. Like, listen, not, not being well, nice as being yeah. wealthy, but you know. Long like,
1: Island is a very nice area, so like Obviously, wealth goes to the giants, and then the Jets is the is the plumbers in New York, the construction workers, the grinders of the city, and they just go and they're angry. I went to uh, a bar in '95, which is crazy because you probably weren't even born.
0: 96 and the, is when I was born. the
1: whole fucking fire company was at this watching the Jets game, and they were fucking like the shots that they were doing. Like firemen don't give a fuck. No, and God no, bless it, for or, or 9/11 savages. Firefighters are the best people in the world and I love how passionate they were. Besides this was the game, maybe. This was the game that brought like instant replay back in the football. It was the Jets versus the Seahawks. It was an important game for both teams and Vinny Testaverdi had like a quarterback sneak that he didn't even come close to getting in the end zone they called a touchdown. And it's like nine, I'll I'll send you the clip and the fucking place was shaking. Like these guys they got a bad. They got a good. Like they got a call that they didn't deserve, and they won the game. But they were going fucking nuts, and it was like the blue collar people love the fucking Jets, and the Wall Street people in New York love the Giants.
0: And, and and that's why I've always given a little bit of preference. And it's and it's kind of like you said, like you feel sorry for them because so you could so say you, oh, you kind of so want them to win, win, Man. win one. But like even yeah. out, outside of that fact, like if you just put a gun in my head and said Giants or Jets, I just have to choose Jets.
1: Just for I mean, some odd reason. you know what they chant? Uh, uh, Jets is just end the season is one thing, <laughs> and they do that in like week two, and then same old Jets is another chant, and then it's just like I can't take this anymore. I'm gonna fucking kill myself. Thirty fucking years without a fucking quarterback. I I fucking can't take this. Like there are some incredible YouTube Jets clips, like of people just like, and, and the thing is they never go after the other team. It's just like they kill their fucking own team. They just like kill the Jets. It's never like fuck the Patriots. It's just like, I can't take you guys. You're terrible. You're pathetic. I want to kill myself watching you guys.
0: So, Maddie, so, so going from a really sad note, which, is, What's uh, which up? is. So, going from a really sad note, which is the New York Jets, um, yeah. we're going to go to a little bit happier of a note. Um, yeah. Have you ever heard of the backup quarterback named Chase Daniel? Of course. I'm pretty sure he's Missouri. The backup for the Saints, correct? No, no, he's on the
1: Bears. He Bears played in the whole thing game. By the way, okay. I'm just going to call you on son. I don't want to embarrass you, but embarrass you me. did say Trubisky would play the first quarter. Did not take one snap.
0: He didn't play one snap. I at least thought he would play the first series. Take,
1: so so will you say I was,
0: you go, I'm Cohen Hughes and I was wrong. My name is Cohen Hughes. Matty Goldberg trumped me on yeah. a statement. I was wrong. He was right. Thank you. All right, go on. All right, so Chase Daniel, maybe besides Brock Osweiler, has yep. swindled teams for the most money as a backup quarterback ever. Um, Chase Daniel, before I tell you how much he's been paid yeah. over, over his career, he's sure. thrown – he's played eight seasons. Okay. How many passes would you say that he's probably thrown in his eight seasons in the NFL?
1: I'm going to say 75.
0: Maddie, you are a fucking savant. Seventy-eight passes, dude. I know my seasons. football.
1: When I when I focus, I know my football. And you know, and, God, God bless him though. Like, no, he, no, he and he a has a Super Bowl
0: ring with the Saints. With
1: the, yeah. Now, so, now he's on the Bears. He'll probably be the backup. And it's a thing where he's a good guy in the locker room. Like he's just a good guy. He is.
0: He is a great uh clipboard holder. He yeah. knows um, schemes to where he can be a great. Second team quarterback to prepare your defense. Um, and maybe you'll be a good coach. Well, yeah, and these things are honestly invaluable to an NFL staff. Like, people don't realize, like, this is where a bunch of the coaching pipeline comes
1: from. Look, this is how guys
0: what... get better in practice is backup quarterbacks yeah. because Matt Ryan can't throw every pass in practice. Like, you have to have quarterbacks that, can, that are backups, but that can run the team offense and that can run oh. a scheme and that can mimic what they're going to do remember... on game day.
1: I remember Jason Garrett, used to back backup on the Cowboys, and, like, it's crazy you weren't alive when he played. But I remember Thanksgiving, he torched the Packers on Thanksgiving when Troy Aikman was hurt. And he became a – you know, he's not a great coach, but he became a coach.
0: Oh, he's and an it, average coach probably. He's not a yeah, bad coach. Like, what I said yeah. earlier is probably unch- – like, you know, like, Jason Garrett's a fine coach, I guess, but – Yeah,
1: eh. to last this long, you got to be decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chase Daniel is a guy that, like, he's – y you, you think maybe if your guy gets hurt, maybe he can win a game he's kind of got a little charisma going, he's kind of got a little spunk, but you know like he can't last, and he can't he's not like a if starter
0: if your guy goes down, he's a good guy to call on like the you wouldn't be it's so mad to where you don't think you would have a
1: chance, sure, and God bless him that you know if you're a starter, you take I would say. A guy who plays a whole season maybe gets hit, like a Cam Newton probably gets hit 100 times a year or 200 times because he runs. A Tom Brady probably gets drilled like 40, 45 times a year. Yeah. The reason why Tom Brady's in the league is because he doesn't get drilled. Like guys who don't last get drilled so much they can only last seven or eight years. Brady knows, like, I can only take so many hits. Now, Chase Daniels probably got his bell rung, I'm going to say, because he plays a lot of preseason because, you know, as a backup quarterback, they need him in preseason. And in the regular season, he's thrown 68 passes or 78. He's probably gotten drilled like five or six times. So you're like, if you're an NFL quarterback and you're making Matt Ryan money, you're going to get drilled a lot. And it's like, well, that's why you get money, because you get drilled. Because God bless him. Chase God. Daniel in his entire career has made yeah. twenty
0: four point three million dollars.
1: So for and, every big hit, he's made like three million dollars. That's and, the way I look at and, it. And
0: and, and, and imagine and this, a- like you have a nine to six or seven job every day during the preseason. But really once the season comes around, like your job's not that hard. Like especially whenever Chase Daniel played for the Saints, like he knew he wasn't coming in because Drew Brees had that shit pretty locked up. Sure. I mean, uh so I mean like it, like I know hourly if you average it out it's probably dude, not the, the 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 best job in the world, but god dang dude like this ah, guy super. has got to do it like Yeah. Dude like I would I would kill to have that job. I like, I'd, I'd get hit by Ed Reed 40 times a day if you let me but, for that but that's money. the thing. He's
1: not getting hit. He's on like I'm saying, well, he's probably he's way better probably, than I am. He's probably gotten hit like 10 times in his career. Like he's probably gotten drilled 10 times. Eight, let's say eight times. So every time he gets drilled, he made three million dollars. God bless him.
0: Yep. Um, how many?
1: How many career touchdowns does he have in the NFL? Like two?
0: I, I don't even know. It, it, okay. I wouldn't even know. That's, that's so he probably
1: of... let's say if he has two, he made twelve million for every touchdown pass. It's yeah. pretty awesome.
0: So let's all reflect on the fact that we have to go to work tomorrow, and Chase uh-huh. Daniel does as well, but he ain't got to do shit. And he's made twenty four point oh. three million dollars in eight years. To that's awesome. hold a clipboard, wear a visor, and look super good in a uniform that doesn't have any grass stains on it.
1: Well, he's got a nice little trim beard. I mean, he, he had could a be decent my
0: backup quarterback. I, Chase Daniel's probably an upper end backup quarterback. Yeah. You know? like I'm not I like, mean, making a parody of him. Like I'm, I'm just saying like that's a, that's the life right there.
1: Missouri had a good thing going. They went from Chase Daniel to Blaine Gabbert, and unfortunately, and neither even, one made um, it in the who's NFL. Who's the kid
0: now? Drew Locke.
1: Yeah, he's not. He's even pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, like Missouri, he's got a good little quarterback, little pipeline. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna move on from that. That's just a small note. Um. Johnny Manziel.
1: Yeah. I
0: really want to root for the kid, even though Rappaport tells me not to.
1: He lit up the CFL this week.
0: No, the CFL lit up him. He had four picks in the first half of the Montreal Alouettes game against. Does it even matter who it was against? It's the CFL. Like.
1: That's that. Like he he, he came out bit? and
0: said afterwards that this is a test, and he said all the right things afterwards. But like, yeah, this has got to suck for him, dude. Like I I, I want to root for him, and I still am going to root for him, even though rap tells me not yeah. to. But sure, damn, dude, like that's gotta hurt.
1: I mean, honestly, it might be time to just like go to Dave Portnoy and go, hey, Pat McAfee's doing really good. Let me set up like Barstool Texas. Let me have like these crazy parties. Let's get like a 50 foot grill out there. Let's get some, let's get a double dildo show with some strippers and get some like steaks going and do some like barstool shit in Texas because this is probably not working and he could probably live off his name as like this funny Johnny football guy that's like a crazy partier.
0: Well, I feel like people are just jaded, jaded to him now enough to where he, he wouldn't even lash doing that.
1: Well, the other thing about him too is like, he was a number one, like, sports center or, like, whatever. Like, he was always the first story. He was, like, cap, you know, he was, he was polarizing. Polarizing even though he wasn't,
0: where if you, you love him or you hate him, but you're showing going exactly. to tune in to see what he does. I mean,
1: he, he's got that Tim Tebow thing, but now it's turning like uh, we don't even care anymore. It's getting
0: old at this point, isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's getting boring and it's getting old, and then things get really bad. Cause you like re, you relapse when that because you like the fame is gone and nobody cares about you, so he better get Portnoy on the line and then he's got to play that he's got to play the Johnny football character. Well,
0: I, I I still feel like he could be a viable football player somewhere. If nah, he's right. dumb, It bro. seems like his confidence is kind of shaken now. If he can rise up, we've seen plenty of guys come through the CFL like Warren Moon, uh, Kurt yep. Warner, all kind of guys. Dude, like I'm not giving up on Johnny yet. It's sad to see that he had a bump in the road. I hope he doesn't turn out like John Daly, like a burnout who. Yeah. drank and took pills, his career away. But yeah, but that's the only thing he can do now. No, like I'm not, telling you, it's not. We're, Re- not, we're Re- not giving Re- up on Johnny yet. The official no, statement Re- for this podcast is that we are not giving up on Johnny football.
1: Why does the Michael Rappaport of the South like him and the Michael Rappaport of the North hate him? I don't know, really. I, I think it's because Johnny came out and
0: said something directly about yeah, Mike, barstool. But because he because Johnny kind of likes the barstool guys. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's nothing other than a lack of communication. Like if sure. rap, if rap interviewed him one day, I'm sure he would really like him, you know, like so it's just one of yeah. those stupid beefs. But we're going to move on. Um, our last really NFL note besides the Odell Beckham Jr. stuff, which you guys know that he's trying to he's not necessarily holding out. But his camp is lobbying hard to get a new contract, kind of like the same no, thing Julio
1: did. And it's like such a distraction.
0: Um, it is, but this is the business of football. we got to get it done. Yeah. In the age of social media and information, um, sure. this, this stuff still went on in the 90s, but we just didn't hear yeah. about it. Um, besides that, and the Aaron Donald, who is a ghost at L.A. Rams training camp, will not be there, has said He's that he will not good. be there. Um, he,
1: probably, he holds up he, every year. Every he, year he holds he, pro- that. he
0: probably will not play that first game, if you were to ask me, yeah. because I think Sean McVay and the whole front office is kind of tired of his stuff. And they have enough players And they've, players now. And they've they brought in can't. enough talent on the defensive yeah. end, like to a- Tlaib and all these other guys. Dude. So they'll be fine without him. They'll be even better yeah. with him, and they want him. But don't ruin your team over one guy. I
1: mean, the other thing, too, is like when a guy comes in like week four or week five or week six, like you need preseason. As annoying as it, it is, you need that preseason. It's like you see these guys. They're good players. They come in a week four holding out. And they like pop their knee or they get an MCL sprain like in five minutes because, you know, you need that preseason, man. You do. We, we've seen it enough The guys come in and just stink if they don't have, they're not grinding in Depend- the summer.
0: It, it, it depends on whether or not you're a high profile player and you do your own treatment, and you do your own program. But I do get where you're coming from. The conditioning and the getting your body ready just for the grind of the NFL season is Look, a
1: very important part of what they do. The coaches aren't torturing these players in the sun. Because they want to torture the players, well, and, and they like, can't.
0: Because these guys need.
1: Well, I'm just saying that. That's why there's, there's there's preseason. That's why there's training camp. It's like it's been proven that these guys need the work. They need the reps. They need the work. They need to like stretch their body out. They need to get endurance, stamina, conditioning. Like it's not just to torture these guys. It's to get them ready for the season. So like when they in week four when they don't when they hold out. They don't like bust pop their knee, and I know a guy can pop his knee any time, but yeah. there's I see him more injuries with guys who hold out, and they look a step slow. They're tired more. It's like getting camp. You're a football player. You only have like eight years. I, I would say Aaron Donald's gonna have an eight or ten year career. Like don't fuck it up, man. You're a great player, and you got a a, a Super Bowl potential team.
0: Um, so. Maddie, um, an ex-Falcon great D'Angelo Hall retired over the weekend. Um, There was a pretty funny quote. You've probably heard it if you haven't. Here it is. Um, D'Angelo Hall came out and said, quote, if I played against Jay Cutler more, I'd be in the Hall of Fame, end quote. There was a Ah. news tidbit that came out that um, D'Angelo Hall has once intercepted Jay Cutler four times in a single game.
1: Yeah, he just takes a beat down.
0: Jay Cutler, I feel bad for him at this point, but you can't really feel bad for someone who's collected that much money and has a broadcasting job lined up for him and has really just become like a funny meme in the NFL, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's I mean, if you're if you're bitching about Chase Daniel making money, like nobody ripped off the NFL more than Jay Cutler. <laughs> like nobody.
0: What's funny like, is Jay Culler had a, had a broadcasting job lined up last year and then just decided yeah. to quit that and just come fuck around for the Dolphins and beat my Falcons, which is and, just and funny and, because you know that dude, the Falcons are better, Cohen, but that's just funny.
1: I'll never fucking forget that game because it cost me 500 motherfucking dollars. That's what you give a bet on the Falcons. team. they were in my suicide pool. And I'm sitting there. It's 17 nothing. There's three people left in my suicide pool. There's $500 on the fucking line, and I'm like, thinking about next week i'm like who do i take next week and then the game starts getting closer and closer and now i'm like what the fuck is going on a holy god damn that game pissed me off yeah i'll um, never fucking forget it so
0: we're gonna it. keep things in the betting realm of the world yeah um you know me i don't divulge too much into betting besides just a few props you know sure. a few parlays and just General yep. broad things. You're the one that kind of bets on games and bets this and that. You know, like I'll, I'll, I'll place bets, of course, but I'm a yeah. degenerate in the fact of how I how I you love fantasy.
1: Fan- fantasy is gambling. I know yes. you're going to say it's skill, but it's gambling.
0: It is it, it is ten percent skill, ninety percent luck. I, I will agree. But what we're going to do is there's there's not much in the NBA went on. Like um, Trevor Booker went to China to go play. Greg Monroe signed a contract with the Raptors. Oh boy, um, Steve Kerr. Um, there's an interesting stat that I saw. So, s- out of all the NBA finals that have been played, Steve Kerr has a ring, a championship ring, in 10% of them.
1: That's amazing. So,
0: imagine one out of every 10 NBA finals, Steve Kerr's gotten a ring. So, how many
1: rings does he have all together? I know he's got like three four, from the Bulls. Four
0: or, or, from the Bulls? Or, 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 no, or no, he has. Um, I thought it was four from the Bulls. Is it not four?
1: Maybe three or four.
0: Um. So he has upwards of seven or eight rings, probably.
1: So probably three or four from the Bulls, two from the Spurs, and then oh shit, well, he probably has, has ten. ten. He probably has ten. Then I, I So he probably has, Spurs, yeah. So he has. He probably has eight or nine. I would imagine when did the NBA start officially?
0: Like uh, the third around thirty-eight, I think. I think it was
1: around thirty-eight or thirty-four. So he's got eight or nine. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, no, that, I mean, that's I mean they, they're
1: cheap. I mean, one, one, some guys, when they get one ring, it's like, oh, my God. But rings are cheap to him.
0: Well, rings are cheap to the people that have fucking seven of them and five of them. And six, you know, like there yeah. are some guys like Vince Carter. Robert that, Horry. That, that, that would dig a ring,
1: you know. but I mean, there's some guys that just get on winning teams and they always – like Robert Horry it was a very solid player, and I think he has like five, five six, seven rings. And then like a guy like, like the, Dirk Nowitzki has one ring.
0: And and he had to work that much harder for it.
1: Dan Marino has zero rings.
0: Um, so, they, I'm pretty sure this is Westgate. Um, they dropped their, conference by conference, odds,
1: I guess, to one, to win. But why don't we, we're gonna do this and not, like, the NFL over-unders?
0: Well, they haven't really...
1: Released them? They,
0: well... They could have released them. They they, they haven't made next, them public and made them a
1: big deal at the NBA. Next games. show, can we do all the NFL? I got one NFL over that I love
0: Okay, that we'll I'm giving
1: that. to you guys. It's a lock. A stone-cold, Mataji motherfucking lock. All right. Well, um, we can do that next episode,
0: but for today, sure. we're going to do the NBA. In the okay. Eastern Conference. Um, Are you going to you know, do every team? I'll, I'll just read through them right quick.
1: Right. Um,
0: Atlanta has 23.5. Um, I'm gonna go over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, This is their wins for this season. Yeah, I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna go under. Yeah, so we can do a cool little rip rapid fire thing like that, to where it's like, you know, like over under, you know, and you call it out. So, um, Atlanta, twenty three point five. Under. I go. I go under as well. Um, Okay. Boston, fifty seven point five. Over. Under. Brooklyn, 32.5. Under. Under. Charlotte Hornets, 35.5. Over. Over as well. I think they rebound. 27.5. I say over. Under. Cleveland, 30.5. Over and then some.
1: Under by far. 25 wins.
0: No way. Uh, Cleveland just traded for um, Sam Decker from the Clippers. In case oh, my
1: God. Them. Wow, that's going to make them a, a championship team.
0: Um, that will
1: replace LeBron James.
0: Detroit, 37.5. Over. Over. Um, Indiana, 47.5. Under. Over. Uh, Miami, 41.5. Under. Over. Uh, Milwaukee, 46.5. Over. Ah, uh, that's my tough one. I I'm, I'm, i can't even give you an answer. I, if you put a gun to my head, I'd probably say under. Um, New York Knicks, 29.5. Under. Over. Um, Orlando, 31.5. Under. Under. Philadelphia,
1: 54.5.
0: Um, probably over. Toronto, 54.5. Over. Yeah, I said the same thing. And um, Washington, Wizards,
1: 44.5. Over. Big, right. that's the lock right there. That was,
0: um, that was the Eastern Conference. We're going to go to the Western Conference. Warriors, and these are in order. So, sure. In terms of uh, biggest, smallest terms of wins. Best to worst teams. Warriors,
1: okay. 62.5. Over. Over. Over easy.
0: Um, is that how you like your eggs? Over easy?
1: No, I like scramble, baby. Me too. Me too. A little salt.
0: Me too. A lot of salt and pepper. Um, Rockets, 54.5. Way over. Over. Um, Thunder, 50.5. Under. Over. Lakers, 48.5.
1: Way over, 55.
0: Over. Jazz, 48.5. Over. Over. You like that, right? 47.5. Under. Under. Pelicans, 45.5. Under. Over. Ooh, no way. They lost to Marcus Cousins. Timberwolves forty four point five,
1: over easy.
0: Under easy. Spurs forty three point five, under easy. Over. Nope. Trailblazers forty one point five, over. Over. Clippers thirty five point uh, five. Under. Grizzlies thirty four point five, under. Under. Mavericks for thirty four point five, under. Uh, I say. It's 34.5. If it's not 35, it's 36. Um, right. So a little bit over, just a, tat, a pubic hair over. Suns,
1: 28.5. Um, under.
0: under. And Kings, 25.5. Under. Over. Ah, fuck the Kings. We have to,
1: when you, uh, I'll re-listen to this and I'll, I'll, I'll chart everything and then we'll have a little contest. All
0: right, that's good. That's, that's a good idea. Um, okay. So other than that, um, there's not really been much going on. In the NBA, that's pretty much it, other than the little small transactions that I had going on. Uh, the yep. MLB, it's it's been a decent week. Um, my Braves um, won three of four from the New York Mets, and if anyone was watching the game Sunday, uh, Julio Tehran, our pitcher, hit a hit a home, hit a run, home run, run to get us back into the I saw game. All that. Um, that—that the first cool home run he ever hit, ever hit in his, in, in his since high school, I think it said. Wow. Um, I know. The Boston Red Sox did sweep the Yankees.
1: They were and down 4-1 in the and ninth. A,
0: and it, they blew a three-run lead in the ninth. Yep. Um, Chapman is the one who blew it even more shockingly. Um, well,
1: the defense was, didn't help yeah,
0: him. Yeah, yeah, no. I saw that scoop that um, yeah. the guy fucked up on, at first. Um, sure.
1: It looks like he dropped it on purpose. So
0: a big um, opinion on the major sports networks and big talking points on online forums that I've seen. Is Aaron Boone hitting a snag?
1: No, I mean, look, the Red Sox are just better this year, and this you know, Red Sox
0: team might be the best team that we've seen in probably five, ten I,
1: I, years. I think Aaron Judge, not there, is gonna, uh, is hurting them. Like not having Aaron Judge, I didn't, th- I thought they would survive without him, but it just seems they're not the same team. Like they really need Aaron Judge. Like I was like, all right, Stanton will pick it up. But Aaron Judge is the guy on that team. He makes um, everything happen.
0: I can I can agree with what you say in the fact that John Carlos Stanton is not as big as personality and as big as contributor. John that Carlos he, Stanton that he was looks
1: overmatched. John Carlos Stanton looks like he only hits thirty mistakes a year. Like he's going to get like thirty or forty mistakes thrown to him, and he's going to knock them out of the park. But like that Other big that, clutch He is hit, not
0: a disciplined hitter at all. No, he
1: is his his footwork is some of the worst footwork I've ever seen a hitter have. Like he just looks like overmatch and his feet are all over the place. Watch his feet when he hits. They don't move. Like he's not like a fluid, it's just like he's all power. Um he's not he's not Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is the MVP of that team, and they're missing him. Well,
0: I know the that um, I don't think that Aaron Boone is in over his head. Um, I think that he just hit a snag uh, in the midseason. Um, yeah. My manager, Brian Red Snicker, are better. as much as I hate Brian Snicker, he says it best, baseball is a very long season. It you, is. You it's a to, marathon. You have to dude. learn just to how to live with the four-game losing streaks just like you yep. love the the four-game winning streaks. I mean, so, you can
1: be a really good hitting team and score like three runs in four games, and you're like, what the fuck is going on in the next, the next ten games? you average like eight runs a game. It's just the way baseball goes. It's just like your team goes through weird slumps. You get out of it and you get hot. And the Red Sox just seem like they're just steamrolling. They're not intimidated by the Yankees. They feel like they're better than the Yankees. David Price always does shitty against the Yankees. He had a big outing. And that was like big for the Red Sox because you never know what you're going to get with David Price in the playoffs. So they're just fucking rolling, man, and... I'm a Red Sox fan, but I got to say something crazy and you're going to hate me. And this is the game I was going to play. The Oakland Athletics are going to make the playoffs. Okay. And, and I can't not root for them. I've watched their game on TV yesterday. Their TV uh, production is so good. They show all these crazy fans. They make it like we are this like crazy, weird, dysfunctional family. You got Dallas Braden acting like a jackass. You going to take a piss?
0: No. I'm still here.
1: Um, it's just a fun atmosphere, and I want them to do well because nobody knows who the fuck is on that team. So my question to you, my game to you is, name me five players on the Oakland Athletics right now. Um, don't, don't look it up. And, and keep in mind, they're 20 games over 500. They're rolling with nobody. It's amazing. Give me five guys on that team. God damn. Um, and you don't. And you don't want to root for them. You're telling me it's not
0: fun. Well, 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 well Matty, um, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, I I probably couldn't name three players on the Oakland Athletics. Exactly. But um, but but you, but you got to realize that guys like me who are from the South and um, not this is not a Southern exclusive thing, but Braves fans yeah. as a whole, we've been kind of the team. Like we should have been the. We should have been the team that was moved over from the National League to the American League, not the Houston Astros. So we kind of <laughs> have a hate for... So what does it have to do with the A's being this fun? We, we hate the American League. Um, we would rather choose a shitty National League team to root for if the Braves aren't in it because...
1: So you're telling me you the guys fun get a DH the and we don't. So you're telling me the fun of the a- Oakland Athletics that has a team of a roster that nobody knows who the fuck is on that team. That's like playing 20 games over 500. That's going to make the playoffs. Like when they play the New York Yankees. They're getting steamrolled.
0: They're getting steamrolled.
1: And you're not going to root for them.
0: I'll root for them over the Yankees, yes, but that's not saying much. I would rather...
1: You're not going to enjoy the story if they beat the Yankees and just so happens they have to play the Astros. I would enjoy the
0: fuck out of that story. Don't get it wrong. Because I hate the Yankees. I mean, it probably won't happen. no, No, it's not. That probably won't happen. It will not happen. I would, if anyone's listening to this right now, if the Athletics beat the Yankees in a playoff series, I'll let the.
1: Well, it's only going to be one game, dude. It's one game.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, for the for, for the wild card. But yeah. like, I'll I'll let you choose a tattoo, Maddie, that I'll get put on my body. My first ever tattoo. If, if the
1: Yankees beat the A's, no.
0: If the A's beat that the Yankees, if it, okay, it, it here's my tattoo.
1: I know what I want for you for your tattoo. Okay, what is it? I want the logo for the super bowl between the falcons and the patriots and i want the score 24 to 3
0: it's 28
1: to 3 28
0: to 3 on it But fuck you
1: that's the tattoo i want are you going to do that no pick another like
0: one you that... oh, no, but... chickened out you chicken the fuck out because the game You're already happened the fuck man out. i'll get i'll get falcons super bowl 50 what is this 55 i'll get You're that tattooed on my I, I, i'll get Falcons su- falcon super bowl champions
1: I, I, I'll i let you have the hook easy. I'll let you do that. But you did chicken the fuck out. No, dude. That's just stupid and tacky. Yeah, but you said you'll get anything. That's the point. The point is you're so confident you'll get a shitty tattoo. You can't get a good tattoo. You got to get a shitty one if well, you lose the bet.
0: Well, look, you know the Falcons That's how the bet works, bowl. bro.
1: I wouldn't. put okay, I wouldn't Okay, bet I'll on get your.
0: I'll, like, I'll I'll get your dumb idea of the twenty-eight on, three on me on my ass. Well, I know
1: you're. Not, I know you're never gonna get it, but now, it's fun. It. No, I'll get it.
0: All right. If the if the Athletics beat the Yankees in the AL Wild Card game.
1: Yeah, and they might not make it because the Mariners are two games behind. But the A's but the Mariners are just like have a, the Mariners green.
0: blew like a nine and a half game lead in that. Yeah, and that Wild Card like they're like trending down. Even though as much as the I a- to see it. Yeah, I would rather root for the Mariners, but they might be kind of downtrodden. Dude,
1: there is there is magic. And you watch the games at the uh, Oakland Stadium, and it's like half full of fucking guys with their shirts off. There's that whack job that plays the banjo. You got Dallas Braden his stupid hair running around like an idiot. It's fun, man. It's like a whole... They've turned it into like a bizarro circus. And if you ever seen the movie Moneyball, like it's about a scrappy team that won 100 games. This team has, you know, like, they have nobody. The A's had some good players back then. This team has, like, there's not, like, Jed Lowry is is carrying this team. Like, he's not a household name.
0: I would, to answer your, your original question, I would rather root for the Mariners in a situation like that, but it's not like I'm hating on the athletics. You know, like, I just... Seattle has, has, a guys, has a few more guys. Has a few more guys that I'm connected to, like D Gordon. You know, like, sure. That like they, they have some other like um, Felix Hernandez. Like I'm, I'm for, vibing with the Seattle. For, Se- for me,
1: American it's America. an amazing, it's amazing underdog story. If you ask me, for me, it's like, you know, you want to root for a crazy underdog, like root for this fucking team, man.
0: So, Maddie, a few of our um, listeners may or may not know how. This late baseball season is going. You're thinking to yourself, how are players still being traded? Well, it's stupid. It's dumb. They're they're not being traded per se. As if they're being claimed.
1: Yeah. So just dump.
0: as a quick little minute, little rundown of um, if you don't know how players are still being dealt after yeah. the trade deadline. um, So, this is a Reddit post by a guy named Jay underscore Dubs with three B's in his name if you want to go look it up. Yo, Um, what's up, Jay Dubs? So, teams will place players on waivers. Generally, clubs can pass through as many players as they can. So, if a player is claimed they have 48 and one half hour, which is a weird time, to do one of three things. One, work out a trade with the claiming team, the team who claimed the player that you're trying to put on waivers. Yep. Number two, allow him plus his entire salary to go to the claiming team for nothing. So you have to pretty much buy him out. Mm-hmm. Or three, pull back and keep him and pay and continue to pay his salary and sure let him inhibit a roster spot. If they place him on waivers a second time, you cannot pull him back and claim him again.
1: You know, let's just say the trade deadline is August 31st because big, I think Justin Verlander got through waivers to the Astros last year. Like, he was not a a trade before July 31st. And when you're getting, like, whales like that, then it doesn't really matter. Like, I think because I like that the trade deadline is early, July 31st, no more of this waiver bullshit. There's just one trade deadline if you want to make it August 15th to extend it. But enough of, like, he clearly went through waivers. It's so dumb just right, have a trade right. deadline.
0: All right, Maddie, we're all about Maddie. to wrap up this episode. We're yeah. going on an hour and 15. Um, I just got five this is a good episode. I just got five little little weird, funny little Reddit posts that I've scoured. And sure. these are just fun little general football, baseball, basketball facts. You ready? Ready. So, um to give a little backstory to this, Adam Gase has been going through troubles on who to put as the first and second string running backs, it's uh, Frank Gore and Kenyon Drake. So who 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 would be your RB one? Frank Gore, Kenyon Drake.
1: I would. I mean, the way the NFL works, you're going to need two running backs, so it doesn't yeah, really yeah, matter. Yeah, who's the
0: RB one? This is the depth chart question.
1: If you're like saying who's going to start, yes, I would say Gore because I
0: I, I would want Gore, Gore to be my starter as well
1: because Gore's a smarter, like you know you know veteran running back. And then what you do is. You rest Kenyon Drake, and then he's got fresh legs, second quarter, second half, and then you put him in with more fresh legs. But that's a – I mean, most teams alternate running backs, so I don't see it as like – it's not like a quarterback problem. So
0: Adam Gage trolled the fuck out of anyone and everyone who keeps up with fantasy and, and depth charts for their first game. He yeah. listed Kenyon Drake and Frank Gore as an either-or. So he didn't yeah, even put a one or two like he, tro- he trolled cares, that dude. Everybody cares.
1: Nobody cares about who's gonna run be the top running back on the Dolphins in, in the first game of preseason. Maybe week one, but come on, man. They're both gonna get a lot of playing time, and one of those guys can get injured in week one, and it doesn't really matter. Like if you're a, a, every team needs two running backs now. It's not like a guy who runs for forty times a game, and then there's a backup that gets like five carries. It's pretty split, and that's how the NFL is now. That's why the wide receiver is the guy to draft first and a draft because he plays all the time. Running backs sometimes don't play a whole quarter, and they're really good running backs. Well, They rest them up.
0: So um, I, I appreciate your little spiel on the d- dynamics of how the NFL works. Am I wrong? Uh, no, I never said you were wrong. Thank you. Our next post is from a guy named – I'm hungry as fuck. That's literally just his username. I'm hungry Reddit. as fuck, too. Um, so there's a little weird NBA stat. Jerry West and David West are the only NBA All-Stars to ever wear their name on the front of their jersey and the back of the jersey.
1: Because oh, they
0: played for the Western Conference. So the front said West and the back said West. Jerry and David are the only two to ever
1: do it. You know what I take with that information? What? Like, it's as important as, like, I had a really good bowel movement this morning, buddy. Um,
0: so that's about I, I guess we'll move on to a, s- a to a more interesting piece of NBA notes. I, since I, you want to be a a nice piece shit. of
1: shit, I had a nice shit and it, and it came out nice,
0: bro. Okay, well, cool. So, did you know that the nineteen ninety 1990 to nineteen ninety one Sacramento Kings went one and forty on the road? Some some weird things not, about uh, I, about this fact is that the Kings of that year actually had a winning record at home, 24-17. and 17. And their only road win came on November 21st, and they wouldn't win another game until a year and a day after that. So a calendar year, they went without winning a road game. Their only victory that year was against the, the Washington Bullets, and somehow... They still finished fifth in overall in the attendance that season. All right. Good so for them,
1: they're they loyal went, fans. They went, there
0: they went twenty-four and seventeen at home, but one and forty on the road. You,
1: you know, I know a lot of Kings fans. They're pretty fucking loyal. You have, and to it's be. a tiny. At the time, it was a tiny little arena, so it's like a really cool home advantage. Like, it's a fun little place, and they have a really rowdy fan base. And
0: oh, yeah, I've, I, I've like heard that. that as well. The word rowdy is a yeah. used. So, so that was by a Reddit user by the name of ANCO17. All um, right. My fourth stat, which is pretty funny, I guess, interesting, I guess, kind of, oh, what if this, this happened? There was a post that said, um, what's the deal with, like, the Utah Jazz? You know, like, that is, like, a, like, like a pretty ironic name, you know, because there's no jazz in Utah. It's all full of Mormons and white well,
1: people. Well, it was in New Orleans first. Yeah, so the team
0: moved, but like, the post kind of hinted with the fact that w- what if every team was named something that was ironic like that?
1: Well, the Lakers.
0: Yeah, exactly. That that was the other team on the post. It was like, there's no Lakers yeah. in Los Angeles. It's the
1: only ocean. Yeah, the the Minneapolis Lakers. are the minute you're, you're talking, listen, Cohen. If I was on Sports Jeopardy, I'd fucking be a millionaire. I have so much sports knowledge. Like you can you can't stop me. If we ever had a trivia contest. Like I would destroy. Okay. I have. I'm a nerd that has too much sports knowledge.
0: So imagine these are these are the 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 there's. Somebody compiled a list of the 30 teams in the NBA. They're 32. Whichever are you, you're they not going to
1: go over all 30, are you? No,
0: of course not. I'm just going to pick the funniest okay. one. Um, yeah. The Toronto Americans, the San Antonio yeah. Chill, mm-hmm. the Phoenix Rain. But none no of these teams finish. are like. But I thought you were going to be like. Say ironic. like the
1: Boston Celtics. No, it, it, like, it would
0: be the Boston City Planners.
1: Are you go like the San Antonio Celtics or something like that? Like something that doesn't fit at all. That's what I thought. or like the New York Knicks? You'd be like there's, the L.A. Knicks.
0: Well, imagine the Miami Blizzards.
1: Yeah, so the, there would the, never be yeah. a
0: there would never be a blizzard in Miami.
1: Well, there's never the what is the what's Memphis right now? The Grizzlies. Yeah, like but, that but, you, but, you,
0: but you could say that too because there's no because it's ironic because there's no no because
1: teams. Vancouver there's Grizzlies
0: and that's where the team moved up. But if you're thinking too much into it. Like the name is so ironic because I it got, has nothing got to got do.
1: A, I got an incredible sports brain, buddy. Okay, but <sighs> Maddie, we're having trying, fun. You're, hey, trying to, you're, trying
0: to, a... you're trying to ruin my bit.
1: I know. I'm and sorry. I was literally I
0: was literally two names away from being done with that whole bit as a whole.
1: But, I'll keep my mouth shut. But
0: you delayed it? I didn't say keep your mouth shut. Cache us along with good commentary. So, our last and final Reddit post of the day is by a guy named Rich Co- Coity Returns. I don't even know what the fuck that's going on.
1: You know, what he sounds like a coach. Rich Coite. The
0: um, worst coach
1: in football history. Oh,
0: oh, oh, that is what it is. Rich Coaty Returns is his name on.
1: That's so funny because did you know he was the worst coach ever? Um, for the Jets, he won. No, he was, not, and, he
0: was not worse than Bobby Petrino for my Falcons.
1: He went 3-29 with the Jets in two years.
0: Um, so did you know that on this day in 1982, outfielder Joel Youngblood becomes the only MLB player to get hits for two different teams in two different cities on the same day?
1: That's he, pretty rad.
0: He hit a single for the Mets in in the Chicago Day game, got traded, flew in that night, and then singled in the Expos versus Phillies game. Was he that starting same, or was he pinch-hitting? Like, it doesn't say. But like that's, that's just that's a really awesome. cool fact. Dude, Like this guy's such a player Yeah. that he singled in two different games on the same day for two different teams.
1: That's pretty rad, man.
0: I love it. So, Matty, who are we giving shout-outs to?
1: I want to give a shout-out to Jonathan William Hoft, who's getting married soon. An awesome fan in Michigan. I had a great talk with him yesterday. He loves the podcast. He's a good guy. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Tanner and Gary Griner. I had a great talk with Gary Griner. He's part of the fantasy. I want to give a shout-out to Harrison, who's uh, running one of the football leagues we're doing. I want to give a shout-out to my mother. I want to give a shout-out to Mrs. Hughes for teaching Cohen a little manners and letting him know that you say crazy shit. That you're only going to end up on Howard Stern. And she's always being a good mom to you. Always, always. be kind to her, Cohen. Miss Hughes
0: is the best mom in the world.
1: I want to be, uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, all the Jets fans. Because even though I love the Patriots, I seriously want to see you guys win at once. I want you guys to taste what it's like to be in the Super Bowl. The two-week anticipation. The chanting of J-E-T-S. And then like. You know how, like, the Eagles fans became, like, these crazy, like, heroes. Like, they're the nut savages. I want the Jets fans to get their moment in the sun as being, like, psycho fucking maniacs.
0: Um, I'll just give a shout-out to my boy Dylan Lang. He's a regular user of the podcast. He's my Madden buddy. Me and him play Madden all the time. Um, just want to give a shout-out to... Really, anyone and everyone who's listened, who knows me personally, who doesn't know Maddie, um, thanks for listening. If you guys have any fucking suggestions, dog, like, hit me up and tell me. Like, you know, like, I don't like doing things that you guys don't like. So, uh, hit me up. This is a real intimate experience. Um, just a little bit of news updates on our podcast. Um, we've officially eclipsed 100 views per listen, or 100 listens per episode, which is good. Um... There was a time last week in between the, I'm pretty sure, fourth and fifth episodes where we were actually ranked as the number nine podcast, sports podcast on iTunes in terms of new engagements and new listens and his hype. It was the daily rankings. It wasn't the overall, but, but you, know, you, you know what I'm saying. like We're getting up there. Like, we're doing good. Like, thanks, you guys. Like, you guys are putting in like good work, good listens. Like, I, we, we, we really do appreciate it.
1: Make this fast because we're at like piss time.
0: Yeah, me too. I have to piss pretty bad.
1: Um, so at Maddie Goldberg one and at Maddie Goldberg on uh, what's it Instagram and I love you guys and Cohen take it away and end it because I'm gonna go pee.
0: All right, I'll cache us cache us out of here. Um, we got me on Instagram. My name's Cohen underscore Hughes. Follow me. Um, I don't post too much on Instagram really. I got some pretty funny stuff I guess on there. I'm really active on Facebook. I don't have a Twitter. My Facebook is Cohen Hughes. Add me as a friend. I will um, add you back, and you can see all my degenerate-like sports takes and how much I take up for the Utah Jazz. If you want to play fantasy football with us, PPR League, 50 bucks apiece, this is going to be a very competitive league. Lots of shit-talking, lots of debauchery. Hit up Tanner at the Instagram page or hit up Jeremy on the Twitter page, and we will get you hooked up if we have spots left. I'm pretty sure we have like three, four, five spots left right now. So hit us up. If Maddie doesn't have anything else to add, please follow us at at TDD pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, the Facebook page is the Daily Degenerate podcast. I run the Facebook page. I'm going to start doing a whole lot more stuff on there, like polls and stuff. But we appreciate you guys listening. Please keep it locked. Uh, just like, subscribe, leave us a review, whatever else you got. Me and Maddie are going to go pee. We really appreciate you listening. Um, thanks, for, thanks for everything, guys.